Laura Schwabig. Welcome to another installment of the Final Scoop podcast. My name is Rob Chinesky. Joining me as always, my international band of brothers. Let me get my camera straight. Lucas Rakowski, Prometheus Intelligence Sports Technology. Robert Samborski, Apollo Nutrition. Lord Shane is at a deadlift competition, of all things, somewhere in jolly old England. So he might be with us. He might not. Um, I've got a hard cutoff at 3 o'clock. Guys, my time. So we'll, uh, we'll jam on. And if Shane joins us, great. If not, well, then may, uh, he thrive at the deadlift competition with his, his lovely ladies. Hey, literally, like a minute ago, I asked Robert, where's Robbie? And you just, like, appear like, like a ghost. <laughs> No pun intended. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> emoji. Emoji. Ghost emoji. <laughs> What's new in the world, gents? How's life? Lucas, you go first. Same old, same old. Getting ready for the Arnold. Arnold UK. When is that? I was just, I was just checking the, the flights from uh, BZ Poznan to uh, Birmingham. Of course, of course, I don't have like uh, any direct flights, but I will go uh, to Munich, and from Munich, uh, I will catch a flight to uh, to Birmingham. But so far, so good. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to to, to see a big Russian and small and small New Zealander. <laughs> good stuff. Um, what de- when is the Arnold Classic? I think like twenty something of September, right? 23rd to 25th uh, next next month. Okay. That's coming on quick. Who won? Yeah. Remind me on who won the US Arnold this year? Brandon, no? Brandon Curry? Oh, uh, yeah. Brandon. Brandon Curry, yeah. Okay. And who's the favorite going into this Olympia? Because that's it's what? It's Christmas week or some shit like that this year? Yeah, it's it's in December, but the lineup is just crazy. Today, today, as a matter of fact, is Tampa Pro, and uh, before the before the start of the show, I was watching the the stream. So it's also it's also pretty decent decent show. I think Big Rami because he's the champion, he's the favorite because it's always the champion who is the favorite. Mm-hmm. But I think like the lineup and everything else for this year's Olympia is pretty exciting. I mean, I, it's the first time in many years that I actually look forward to it. The last couple of years, I really didn't give a shit about it. But uh, bro, you you see how how many competitors are listed already? That's insane. It's just it's, insane. it's gonna be like it's, it's in open category. It's gonna be like twenty five to to thirty names. Well, that's it's, how many have qualified. That's not how many are are saying they're committed to doing it just yet. Yeah, well, bro, we'll do it so. I mean, it's the Olympia, so this one they all going to try to make it. I mean, it's a dream for them to compete at it. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a pretty stacked one. This year is going to be, I mean, I hope it's going to be exciting, but it, it looks like it will be. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited for the, for the Olympia this year. Plus, you know, the, the upcoming shows are also decent. Like next week, there will be taxes. And after taxes, few few more shows. So, yeah, there's still like a chance for uh, to qualify. So, yeah, I'm excited. But how was how was your uh, your week, Robert? I saw you had uh, a decent podcast with uh, uh, what was his name, Gene, right? Yeah, Gene Bruno from uh, Nutri Science Labs. He's their 
kind of their uh, science officer and does some teaching at a local university in the uh, Tennessee area in Tennessee. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. It was cool just to kind of get his uh, input on different things. Like oh, anybody that deals in this industry long enough, I'm curious to see, especially somebody he's been in here for what, 40 years he's been doing the supplements game. So I'm curious to see how it's changed from when it was first starting and supplements tasted terrible to now they taste amazing, but there's still many shitty put together products, which we'll get into some of those here in a bit. Um, so it was an interesting conversation. Uh, I, I would have liked to maybe get down a wormhole or two as far as some mechanistic stuff, but we'll we'll table that for another podcast. The first time I ever had somebody on the show, it's a little difficult because there's so many things that we can get into. Plus, you spend some time going through the history of it, which is all good. It just gives you a good foundation from which to have the future discussions. Uh, but part of me is always like the, the ultra nerd in me, always is just ready to get down into the mechanistic stuff and, you know, put, put off the... Uh, uh, backstory and history and all that but it's it's important and mm-hmm. that kind of gives context for where the future discussions go and whatnot so i hope the listeners like it i enjoy it i always enjoy those kind of conversations i i really enjoy uh, the the question when you asked him about his you know supplement stack and he his reaction was like oh <laughs> yeah. and he started you know so it's like uh saying all the names of the supplements i'm like hmm i'm glad i'm not alone in this world <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Someone is taking the exact same amount or even more of supplements than than, than I am. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just I just, I'm trying to think if somebody yeah, asked me that question, I would. I mean, there's probably at least ten I take every day. Um, which that, that I don't know if that came across. You, you heard it on the replay. To me, it kind of seemed like I was I was I. I couldn't get a, a definite answer out of him saying, what do you actually take every day? And he, he would name a couple of things, but then he would just say, Oh, you know, I just take a wide variety of supplements. I thought I'm looking for specifics here, man. So like, did it, did it seem like that answer didn't get, that question didn't get fully answered on the podcast or was it sufficiently answered? You thought as a, as a listener. I really think that it's hard to, you know, to name all the, all the stuff that he's taking, especially if you're like using a lot of stuff and, you know, you're like combining standalone products instead of like more complex stuff, you know? Yeah. Because if if I could like, you know, give you a list of my products, it would take like uh, probably 50 or 60 positions. So yeah. that, that, that's quite a lot, you know? Plus, you know, and I'm combining like all different stuff on my own because, you know, for some reason, I prefer to like buy my uh standalone ingredients instead of like using more like you know already uh combined like uh, formulas you know yeah but speaking of uh of the flavors hold on <laughs> i uh, i i got this bad boy this week Mm-hmm. And I busted open, bu- I busted open straight away, and I used it already in like few uh, recipes and so on. And I was like, I was excited, more like a fat kid in the candy store, you know. <laughs> so I used it in my uh, in my pancake. I used it in my sludge. I also use it as a shake, bro. It's it's delicious, and I truly, I, I want to, I really want to say, you know, you guys nailed it, you know, and. The, the best part of it is 
the flavor is not overpowering overpowering as far as like coconut because like german german uh german chocolate is more like uh, you know with this like this in the mouth of coconut uh, coming around and it has like a, a decadence i would say you know so like uh like you know salt bay sprinkle around so it was it was so damn good you know and i i truly i truly liked it and i'm looking forward to like to smashing this stuff and uh hopefully getting another one but but yeah it's it's awesome you know plus i got some uh, some stuff also like the uh, liver uh, uh um, what else resistance overtime and body hell and i'm probably gonna test out bloody hell this upcoming week yeah so, well, yeah yeah it's funny because the the i i'm a type of person that for some reason like when it comes to flavors right and now we have shit lot of them but when it comes to flavors like i, I can't say that i have really my favorite one i mean i wish i could say that i i don't really have one for some reason if i have to like be like really pressed for an answer then believe it or not, my favorite is a combination of two. I take one scoop of dark chocolate and one scoop of peanut butter cookie. That probably combination is my favorite. But typically what I do is I guess I'm a boring person because I stick to one flavor. But with that one flavor, I'm going to write it until I'm so fucking tired of it. Then I swear. <laughs> I don't go like, you know, switching flavors and stuff like that. Probably I should, but I don't. So like right now, this week, it's all... German uh, chocolate cake. It's like that's all I use. That's the only yeah. thing I use, and I just keep going on and on and on and on. Probably get gonna sick and tired of it in the next couple of days or week. But it's like yeah. that's the way I do things. I don't know why, but I, I stick to one flavor and I stick with it for a very long time until I switch. But I know like typically people go like back and forth with different flavors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's it's smooth. It's really good and the mixability and everything is just spot on plus it's just like it's isolated so you, you just you, you can't go wrong with that with that especially when when you're like a you know uh when it comes to like chocolate you can't go wrong with uh with german chocolate you know even if you don't like coconut the you know the the vibe is is just like it's so on point so yeah i i truly uh Appreciate the flavor and yeah, great job for Apollo Nutrition's on on this Thank one. And by the way, speaking of Apollo, I just want to say one more thing because this week was also a huge day for Apollo. So uh, Jessica and Marina had birthday. As a if if I'm correct, it was yesterday, right? Right, Robbie? Yeah. So uh, going live and just say happy freaking birthday from from Uncle Lucas from Poland. Once again, best wishes, best wishes to our uh, Apollon girls. Thank you so much. There we go. Yeah. Devin, well, would you look at that? The owner of Whack 3 d couldn't show up on time again. Unsubscribe from that podcast and notifications. <laughs> I second that motion. I agree. Devin. I know you discussed dethroner pre-workout before, but something seems off based on the total actives compared to the listed scoop size. It seems the actives are about 20 grams and the scoop is 21 grams. Yeah, yet again, I'm very skeptical of this pre-workout. In my personal opinion, I'm very skeptical of this. 
<laughs> just just take a look how many branded ingredients he use. There we go. I'll be uh, I'll be honest here. Like I've been trying to avoid talking about this. I mean, you know what? Like typically, because uh, we had at the gym today. Um, Pete came to the gym and uh, old man Sean was at the gym as well. So I saw him this morning and we were talking about the fact that, you know, how we talk about anything and about being straightforward and honest when it comes to, you know, to supplements. We don't bash anyone. We just express our opinion. And that's pretty much it. And sometimes, you know, we disagree even, which is fine too. This one I was trying to avoid, to be honest with you. And uh, I'll... I'll, I'll guess I'll, I'll say why, because typically like some of our products, like Apollon products are very, very loaded in terms of like, uh, you know, the, the ingredients and whatnot. So, you know, and Lucas was, and I agree with Lucas, you know, because it might seem like it's a market upon, but it's not. Uh, Lucas said numerous times that sometimes we don't need a lot of ingredients to make a good product. And you know what somebody even said to me once, well, look, Lucas is throwing stones at you. I said, no, he doesn't. He's actually right. Sometimes it's good to have a lot of ingredients as long as they properly dose and they make sense together and they, they work together. But sometimes you can literally have two, three ingredients and have a fantastic product. And that's the reason why I'm so confident that Lucas is going to like bloody hell. But, you know, I'm looking forward to, to his review. But it's only three ingredients. With mm -hmm. this one, if you look at this, um, I mean... It's loaded. You know, nobody can dispute the fact that this is absolutely fucking loaded. But when I went like one by one with each and every ingredient, number one, I saw a couple of ingredients that frankly I just don't like. I know I'm not the only one on this panel right now who doesn't like all the ingredients on this uh, on this thing. Number two, it just something is for me personally like. That's personal opinion. Something just doesn't, like Robert said, it's like not even skeptical. I, I'm, I don't doubt that this will work. I don't doubt one spit because, I mean, it does have some solid, solid, solid ingredients. I just, I don't know, something about it, the dosages and stuff, like, and then some of them are, like, ridiculously high, um, which, you know, I shouldn't be the one criticizing, and I'm not. But, um, you know, if you look, for example, obviously, you know, you know, my opinion, I mean, your guys' opinion about S7, exactly. I mean, what Mitch said, I mean, eh, Fitnox, we used in Bare Knuckle, and remember, Robert, we used it when it just came. I mean, probably we were the first ones, I think, to use it, if I'm not mistaken. There and, was a company that did it before us, but they're not around anymore. Yeah, so we were among the first ones. Yeah. I mean, um, that was about, what, three years ago? We talked about it when you and Sandy came to Baltimore, right? Yep. And then we included it in, in Bare Knuckle right away. And um, I, I mean, we, let's just say this. We removed it in the next, uh, in the next version. You know, just, you know, that, that's a thing. Not saying it's a bad ingredient or anything like that, but we removed it. Um, it just something with this formula, it seems like, and it's impressive. It's always impressive when you have so many ingredients. But, you know, the dosage, say, for example, and Robert and I just discussed this ingredient, Vasa Drive. Um, it just, I, I don't know, like, you know what? I'm going to shut up right now. I'll let Robert take over because, you know, with the dosages and the ingredients and the synergy, because 
I'm like Robert said, I'm skeptical. Yeah. Um, all right. So to, to Devin's point, the scoop says one full scoop is 21.8 grams. The number of actives in this is 19,950. Fun fact for all the listeners out there that may not be aware of how much flavoring and the other additives, all of the stuff down here at the bottom, the silicon dioxide, calcium silicate, natural and artificial flavor, sucralose, and ACE-K, that's usually two to three grams worth of stuff. So there we're looking at a minimum of 22 to 23,000 milligrams or 22 to 23 grams per scoop. So either this tastes like shit and it's got all this stuff in there or not all this stuff is in here and it tastes phenomenal. Yeah, and, and you know what you said about two to three grams, sometimes it's even more. Yeah, especially when you've got stuff like Selflo 6, which tastes terrible, Rodeo Prime tastes terrible, Fitnox, the raw powder of that is deplorable. Um, pine bark extract, I just took 500 milligrams of that myself before we got on this podcast with 400 milligrams of grapeseed, 2,000 milligrams of Alcar, and 1,200 milligrams of N-acetylcysteine. That tastes terrible. Um, it, there's also a lot of redundancies in this formula. Yes, there's different polyphenols in Selflo 6 versus pine bark versus Fitnox versus S7, but they all accomplish the same end result. And so I think you could remove at least two, maybe three of those four things right there. Um, you're selling this product for what was it? $79, $80. I, I would love to third party test this. That's all I'm going to say. I, I would love to third party test this. So what's your, what's your call as far as the, the formula? Do you think it's legit or, or you think it's, it doesn't contain what's on the label. If you, I, would if like you, if you, be, I would like this to be third-party test. That's as far as I'm going to say. Yeah, okay. I understand what Robert is saying because we cannot make any accusations or any allegations, and we shouldn't. And, and he's right. I agree with that. It's just like I know for, you know, we use self-law um, in, in bloody hell, which I know it's not a fair comparison because it's a pill. It's so fucking dense that it's very, very hard to even fit without like it just requires more space so to speak so you know i mean the the scoop size it, it's it's very like i said we, we cannot make accusations because we don't know we don't have any facts we don't have any testing or anything like that but i i am with robert on this one you know typically if this is 19 whatever 20 almost 20 grams i mean more than likely more than likely this should be anywhere between uh 20 to probably minimum, um, but that's being generous. This is probably like 23 to 25, yeah. uh, more than likely, you know, because somebody asked me recently, well, like, well, hooligan, when you uh, calculate everything is, uh, you know, the, the serving size is larger than when you add all the ingredients, but that's the way it is because of, you know, all the shit that you have to put in it as extra yeah. and the flavoring and all that. And, uh, you know, if you look, for example, at, even at the difference between hooligan different flavors, the serving sizes are actually different too. If you look Mai Tai and, and uh, you know and, and mango and uh, and strawberry, they all different because the flavor mm -hmm. is also different and it's supposed to be different as well. It can be the same. I mean, it can, but not the case usually. So I see exactly what he's saying. But you know what? It's it's like with everything. Even in protein, you need to like add yeah. flavoring, you yeah. know, all the the clumping agents and so on. So I yeah. fully understand that. 
but here it's like there is it's it's a few grams so he probably didn't even like add any flavor or anything like that so if he really put all these ingredients into this top this gotta taste like shit or he's like uh, some kind of like i don't know what what type, the type of a magic he he's been using but if this, if this tastes good man and and the uh, the amounts of ingredients that are on the label are in the top i will bow down definitely i'm skeptical it's 72 dollars for this pre-workout maybe there's also a discount code somewhere i have no idea um i just you know I'm what? very skeptical because I know how expensive a lot of these ingredients are. And this being a relatively young new company. Would you guys agree it's like a type of a pre-workout that's that we that we all name like fuck you type of a pre-workout? So let's 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 put everything let's let's do a kitchen kitchen sink and just basically put everything what we what we think it's 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 cool. And just uh, run with this shit. I think they found every brandy ingredient they could find, and they just threw it in there because there's so many redundancies in this formula. It it it's over optimized and to a detriment because you're not going to get the fact that you're adding that much more. It's like putting an excessive amount of gasoline into your gas tank. Eventually, mm -hmm. shit just starts spilling out. You're not actually getting benefit from that extra gas. You're just wasting money. Same thing here. You don't need eight different. Sorry, that's an exaggeration. You don't need four or five different polyphenol sources in there. You don't need six grams of citrulline and another 1,500 milligrams of nitrosagene in there. On top of that, another 1,000 milligrams of vasodrive AP. Either do citrulline or nitrosagene. We've got the data showing that 1,500 milligrams of nitrosagene is equivalent to eight grams of citrulline malate. Um, mm -hmm. So put one of those in there or the other. You want to have a big scoop size and turn it into a dick measuring contest? Fine. But... It, you know, if, if Cellucor, BSN, one of these giants wants to actually come up and do a fuck you pre-workout like that, that's great. But, I mean, like these little influencer brands, no. I, I, it's just, it, this doesn't come across as anything groundbreaking, and I'm, I'm still very skeptical of it. Yeah. Because if you go back and look at their old version of their pre-workout, I have it pulled up right here. Um, and I don't even know who this guy is. I just know the brand because everybody keeps saying it. So 13 grams in this scoop. Here you've got four, seven, uh, 7.55, 7.95, uh, 8.25, 8.35 grams. So we're looking at around nine grams of actives there. And you have 13 grams total. So you've got four grams of flavoring right there. Mm-hmm. What the hell happened to the other one? You, you're telling me you've got 1.5 grams of flavoring compared when you've got infinitely yeah. more actives in that one. It, there's something doesn't smell right here to me personally. And in the newest formula, he's been using like twice as much ingredients that taste like shit. So yeah, that's even like yeah, something does not something doesn't smell funny to me. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um... Everybody's talking about the price, right? So, I mean, I should know. Um, I don't have a problem with the price. I really don't have a problem. I don't think the price is the problem here at all. Because if you think about it, say for argument's sake, you know, all the ingredients are in there. 
this is a very, very, very pricey workout to put together if all the ingredients are actually in place, right? Marketing ingredients and whatnot. This is an expensive, expensive thing to make. So, you know, I mean, the more you put, the more it costs. I mean, that's pretty much easy mathematics. The problem is, is with something else. Number one is what we talked about, you know, that, uh, you know, and Devin is very good at finding these things. He's really, really, really fucking good. He pays attention to every little detail and it's very impressive. But the, the main issue is not the price. The main issue is the serving size, which, yeah, I mean, like Robert said, I mean, it's not going to be the word suspicious, but it, it seems highly questionable. I think that's the better <laughs> word. Yeah, I think it's questionable. <laughs> Thought-provoking. Yeah, I, I should be a lawyer. Not I'm going to write that down. <laughs> yeah, it's questionable, and, and it, it's, it's a fair question to ask. And number two, it's uh, you can make, uh, you know, instead of making it a dick measurement competition like Robert said, uh, you can definitely make a long list of fucking ingredients. You can. As long as, number one, the ingredients make sense and they actually flow together. You know, like yeah. a little bit of citrulline with an nitrogen, you do different things, combine together, you get the best of, of both worlds, boom, perfect. Then you have maybe something for focus where you have something like tyrosine maybe mix a little bit with uh i don't know uh neurofactor you know it makes sense you're kind of getting you're getting hit from both sides so to speak you know when you when we're talking about energy like we know for example i don't know area drances works great with uh something like gorbinine it makes sense you know because combined it works now you have those two three those two three those two three boom you have a great fucking pre-workout that gives you energy, focus, pump, everything in it, and you have quite a few ingredients, makes perfect sense. Now, when you have something like Vasodrive, we know, you know, because Robert and I actually discussed Vasodrive yesterday, we know that 254 is, eh, it's okay. It's a bare minimal, but it's okay. You can get away with it, especially if you're combining it, say, with citrulline or something like that, or maybe nitrogen. It, it's fine. It will work. It, we, we can't really criticize you for that. Yes, you are using less than optimal, but we cannot criticize you for that. Yeah. 508 is an actual optimal dosage for that ingredient. If you're going to use 600, okay, you're trying to impress a little bit. You raise the bar a little bit. That's okay. A thousand milligram, uh, why? What is the logic behind it? It's the same thing as citrulline, you know, Robert, what did you say? The minimum is 3,000 milligrams? Yeah, I mean, there's no. one study showing 2.4, but okay. 3 is kind of commonly acceptable. So if somebody's using 3, we cannot criticize that person and say that he's underdosing a product because he doesn't. It's not underdosed. It's on the lower side, but it's not underdosed. Yeah. 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, they all great. Now you're going into 13, 14, 15, 16, it's going to look very impressive on the label, but what the fuck is the point? Like, what are you trying to do here? Yeah. All you're trying to do is just to look impressive. It's not going to give you extra results. It's the same thing with, uh, you know, with drugs. Testosterone, 200, 300, 400, 1,000 milligram per yeah. week. 
Yeah, it will it will it will give you results. Now you're taking two, three thousand milligrams a week. Is it gonna give you better results than a thousand? Probably not. It'll definitely will give you more side effects, that's for sure. Yeah. So yeah. everything has to have a point. Like yeah. some of the things in here, it's just like, okay, I'm impressed. You have a big dick. Uh, and now what? N now what? Where are we going from this? And your big dick is actually raising a lot of questions right now or a question with the scoop size and, you know, and the serving size. Yeah. So, you know, and will I get more benefit from, with that uh, than, you know, uh, a substantially lower pre-workout, but just as effective. Yeah. So the the price, I mean, like I said, you can put together an $80 pre-workout. I don't have a problem with, with the, the price. I mean, of course, not everybody can, you know, like, again, Creamy said here, you know, he cannot afford $80. And it's a fair statement. He cannot justify it. It's a fair statement. So it's not for him. But yeah, on a brand that's relatively new and un untested in the supplement yeah. industry. It, 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 yeah. yeah. If somebody, if somebody can afford, you know, not everybody can afford a Lamborghini and not everybody can afford a beach house in Malibu. You know, if you can, you will buy it uh, because it's worth it. It's that good. But uh, not everybody can. But still, it has to make sense. If it's a fully loaded pre-workout with branded ingredients and it's great, maybe, uh, you know, why not? But it still has to make sense. Just because you have something flashy and something great and something perfect. It's the same thing as fucking wearing a Rolex that doesn't have the fucking mechanism inside. All you have is just the face. It says Rolex, but you can't even tell time because there's no fucking anything inside. Definitely. You know, it has to make sense. Is Rolex worth thousands and thousands of dollars? Yes, because there is a prestige to it and, you know, there is value to it. But if you cannot tell time... Uh, what the fuck is the point? Then the $5 watch is going to be more effective. Everything has yeah. to have common sense and it has to be relevant because otherwise, like, what the fuck is the point? Yeah. Well, like, to that, to that point, I have a Rolex here at the house. I didn't buy it. It was my grandpa's, the, the one I'm named after. My mom's dad had that. And that was what he left to me when he died. You know, when I was seven years old, he passed away, but he left that to me. So when I turned 18, my mom said, here, I've been holding on to this for you. It's yours now. I have never worn that thing one day in my life. I, I wear this little cheap, like $50 Fitbit thing just because yeah, it's time. It does. Yeah, it, right. Yeah. And so that's yeah. Like, just because yeah. something is fancy, like I, I appreciate it's, it is a gold Rolex watch. The fact that it was my grandpa's means more to me than the fact that it's a Rolex kind of thing. So it's, you know, the brand I, stuff. I, I, do it I, just, because I, know, I want to add something to, uh, to the stuff that the probably said about the gear. You know, we are good friends with uh, with other podcasts, Think Big Bodybuilding Media, uh, Scott McNally and, and the rest of the guys, Skip and Andrew Berry. And they have this this awesome like show with, when they're like talking about gear and so on. They always say the exact same thing. And I'm always like baffled about that because it's like people are like, you know, saying all these stupid dosages about how many compounds they're like using, how much you know, amounts of stuff they're, like, using. And they think that, you know, you need to, like, do uh, tons of stuff just to be huge. And they don't understand that you need to take the least amount of those yeah, that will give you the most amount of, of progress. And that's, and that's how it goes with everything, including supplements. 
and we talked about uh you know when we were like when i was helping robbie with with some other formulations and so on when he was formulating like the the bloody hell when he was formulating resistance and so on he could like add to uh to the formulas like a fucking list of ingredients but what's the point of it and i told him straight away bro you can just like add four or five ingredients dose them in a freaking good way and you know you will have not only the quality you will have the clinical dosages and you will have the price that will give you the margins for the customers so when if summing all this thing up this kind of product it won't it, it will be just for like i don't know maybe two percent of the customers around the world and and just like creamy said he's not gonna buy a product that costs 80 bucks i personally don't gonna buy a product that costs 80 bucks i can i don't want to you know because i know that i can get uh, an amazing product for twice as less uh, of that money you know so yeah. i i really don't understand that and we also made this analogy when you have for example you can have a fucking lamborghini or you can have a ford but at the same time both vehicles can can uh, take you from point a to point b right and just because you are driving fucking lamborghini it just like maybe gives you like i don't know one percent to your like fanciness or something like that yeah. but you still you still gonna you know travel uh, you know with ford to a point b point destination right and you will reach that destination so at the end what's the point you know i mean i i apologize because i didn't read the the whole sentence that creamy posted here and it's not about affording he said that he can not spend 80 bucks for a product that he doesn't trust so this this is a very valid point you know like i said i mean those ingredients might all be in there and we might be well we're not wrong because we're not accusing of anything uh you know they might be in there but um you know if if a customer that has questions and doesn't trust uh you know that's um that that says a lot you know that says a lot and i i you know what i agree with creamy on this one i i 100 agree you know if i don't trust something i'm not gonna fucking spend money on it because it's just you know i'm gonna have questions no doubt that the product will sell there's gonna be buyers and you know they, they're gonna do well i wish them all the best but the truth is i'm sorry you know what everything has to make sense and uh yeah. to what lucas said about drugs uh we had a seminar at, at apollo a couple of years ago and Alex Fedorov was at the seminar, and Alex Fedorov was probably among the biggest motherfuckers you've ever seen. The guy was just ridiculous. And I was the one who was coaching him. Yeah. I, was, I was the one who was prepping him. And uh, we did a seminar, it was a Q&A, and uh, there was a lot of guys in the audience. And um, people were obviously, you know, they want to know answers about drugs. And I asked Alex, I said, do you want to answer? Because I was translating, he didn't speak any English. I said, do you want to answer those questions? I said, because some, you know, especially American bodybuilders, they don't want to talk openly about drugs. He goes, yeah, I don't give a fuck. He said, I'll answer any questions. I was like, okay. So one of the first questions that came up was the guy goes, uh, how much testosterone are you taking? And Alex goes, well, usually, you know, it's between 500 to 750 milligram a week. And he didn't lie. He didn't lie because, again, I worked with him. That was not a lie. I translated it. The guy gave me a green light. The guy in the audience goes, literally, 
bullshit. He goes, I take twice as much. I, I don't look like that. And Alex goes, Alex was very calm because, again, I was pissed and Alex was super calm because I thought it was very disrespectful. And Alex goes, he goes, but do you train like me? Do you have my genetics? Do you follow the diet the way I do? Do you have consistency in your program? Do you have experience? Are you, have you been doing it for many years? Are you using real anabolics or some underground garbage that somebody cooks in a basement? Right. I was like, you know what? That was a pretty good answer. So, you know, it's not about it's not about the size and it's not about the amount and it's not about any of those, you know, impressive dosages. And again, I probably should shut the fuck up because Assassin is fucking loaded and Hooligan is fucking loaded. But you know what? I'm going to fucking take pride in what, what I do because the thing is, is like I will consult with Robert. I will consult with Lucas. I will consult with people. I will make sure that I read. I'm, I'll make sure that it actually fucking works. You know, I mean, not for nothing. Robert and I were talking a few days ago about something and, you know, I wasn't sure about it. I didn't, I was comfortable enough to ask because certain ingredients and certain dosages, they just make absolutely no sense. And you know what? A good actually example would be Universal Soldier. I did the formula. But Robert did help me tremendously on that formula. And I was consulting with him back and forth. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And there was one ingredient that I actually wanted to overdose. I don't know if Robert remembers this. And he actually told me, he says, okay, slow the fuck down. It's unnecessary. Remember which ingredient it was? Is it Vinpositine? No, we didn't put Vinpositine no. in there. Bacopa. Bacopa. Bacopa, yeah. Yeah, Bacopa, I went, I think, like 400 or 500 milligram on it or something like that. I went pretty high. I think it was 400. I think the initial one was 800. I mean, Maybe, yeah. I mean something like that. Yeah. He goes to me, he goes, like, why? He says, what, what are you trying to accomplish here? He says, it's completely unnecessary. And he, 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 you know, he basically fucking cornered me with facts and science i was like okay kind of fucking i was really nice about it i've never did right, about you it. Right, but you were right and i didn't hesitate for a split second i was like okay that's a little bit stupid i was going guns blazing you know what because and i'll admit i'll, I'll i don't have a problem admitting it i saw another company using higher dose like four or five or six hundred or something like that i was like all right motherfucker i'm a model. i'm gonna fucking beat you on this one literally i fell for it it was such a stupid thing to do. Wow. It was embarrassing, actually, that I went that route until he told me, he goes like, Shh, calm down. It's unnecessary. Yeah. And he goes like, look at the studies. He actually sent me a bunch of links. I'm looking reading it. Okay, it's kind of dumb. And that's why, that's why the, the formulations and the, the formulator is like an art. It's like, an, I would say, like a, a good or, uh, you know, orchestra. When you have all these ingredients and they are playing this music, and when one is screwing things up, then the entire melody is just fucked up. And that's how it goes with with the with the formulas. Yeah, you, you know, you need you, you just you just need to like stay stay on this on this good vibe on this good bass. So when you have all these ingredients and they are playing their own, and they and you combine them all together, then you have a uh, perfection. That's why I always say perfection takes time. Agreed. Crystal, great analogies given. Thank you. And yeah, Crystal, you might, are you a first-time commenter here in the stream? If so, I don't 
recollect you commenting uh, on recently, but the, thank you. Mine. She's here only for me, so fuck off. No, I'm just saying thank you. We, we appreciate the <laughs> feedback. Chris, don't forget that like button. Tickle it, stroke it, massage it, caress it, you know. Just make sure. And then just make sure. Slap Yes. And then put it in its place as it should be and give it a smack. Hell yeah. Dave Cook. Maybe we can combine any donations from the listeners to have this one tested out. I could be okay with that. We could definitely do them. It's not cheap. I mean, it's going to be several hundred to a couple thousand dollars, depending on how many ingredients we get tested in that. We're going to fucking sell your Rolex. We can do that. We can do that. I'll sell this little camera. It's Logitech. We'll get Shane. To, Shane's got that stack 3D money. He's not going to show up on time. Hey, show. The last thing, the least thing he could do is pay for the lab tests. Let's donate that gold sink that he has. Okay. Yeah. He could pay yeah. $300 shipping for Zoa energy drinks. He can afford to do a third-party lab test on this. That's the tax write-off. Yeah. For and by the way, by the way, Zoa released a new flavor. Do you think that Shane's going to jump on the offer and order to. more? I loved his review of the uh, Lost and Found energy drinks that Primeval released. I haven't tried those yet. I need to. Uh, I mean, that was pretty high praise that he was throwing on there. I usually don't see Shane that effusive in his written yeah. reviews of stuff. So I need to yeah. call up uh, the guys at Primeval and say, "Hey, man, can you can you kick a case or two down my way? I can try those suckers out." Hook us up. Yeah. Then. Thoughts on the success of Nutrisystems and their dieting meal plan business model. So I'm pretty sure most of the people here have heard of Nutrisystem. You basically sign up for their thing. I'll pull it up here. So, um, so weight loss is something very common that people seek, especially around the New Year's time. A lot of people struggle with it because of food. Um, I have never done this myself nor explored it extensively. I... Sandy and I had tried to lobby my parents to uh, get one of my aunts on it because she has been overweight for pretty much her whole life and is, is in a got COPD, heart disease, a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, and so we said, hey, just instead of eating all the shit that you eat, maybe we can start doing on this. So, you know, you pick, they bill you whatever it is, you pay them this much money, they deliver all the meals to you for you to eat. And it's on a reduced calorie plan. And you lose weight because it's calories in, calories out. What do you guys think of this? Just having all of your food shipped to you and not having to do anything about that. Is that a good strategy? Is it sustainable over the long term? Or should, I guess, more responsibility be taken upon the individual to learn how to cook healthy meals, what it actually consists of to eat healthy and, and do your own cooking, be self-sufficient? What do you all think? Uh... I mean, in general, when it comes to health, I mean, there is a reason why people are fucking fat and slop and shit like that. It's because they like to eat food that tastes good, but typically food that tastes good is not very healthy, right? I mean, that's, uh, you know, unfortunate facts. But uh, I think that, you know, despite the fact that there are so many uh, books and so, so, so much information on cooking, you know, and healthy food, and it would taste good, taste delicious. It's funny because I think that there is not enough. I, I, I know that if there's, it, it seems like I'm contradicting myself right now, but I think that um, I, I, as a business, this is great. 
because I can see that people will go for it. Don't get me wrong. You know, I mean, it's, it's helpful. Yeah. But I think that uh, if somebody came up with a very, very, um, I mean, I can cook, but if somebody came up with something that, uh, that would help people like make good, healthy, delicious meals, that would help a lot. And uh, probably they would succeed, but it would be very, very helpful because it's the same thing as supplements, right? So we have thousands of brands and, but how many brands we can say that are actually good when it comes to that, you know, that's, uh, that, that, that's not the case. So the same with thing I would, with this, I mean, I'm not against this. I think this is good. Yeah. I, I, I have a bit of an issue with the claim that it's high protein stuff. I mean, yeah, that's not true. What, what fully grown adult that is overweight is going to be full off 260 calories. I mean, we're talking like a piece of lasagna. That's about that big. I mean, it's, and maybe that thick. Well, just, they're they're going to eat that, and then they're going to want to eat three more. Really about like this, like particularly this site. Uh, I, I mean, this is a business after all. They're making money, yeah. so you know their claims can be a little bit outrageous, and you know uh, they can call ten grams of protein high protein meal. Uh, right. I would be surprised. This is cleaner, perhaps, than most. But then again, if you look, if you go into a supermarket, right? Try to. I sometimes eavesdrop and I listen to other people's conversations because oh, yeah. it's so much fun. And you will see uh, two, three pretty overweight people grabbing something, a, any product, and say, oh, look, this is low fat. And they're putting it in the cart because, you know, they psychologically think that if it's low fat, then it's probably healthy or something like that. I think that uh, there is such serious lack of knowledge. So this specifically, I think, targets those very people where it's something that it seems like it's healthy. It's probably healthier than your McDonald's or whatnot. Right. But at the same time, is it like actual diet food? Will you lose weight on this? Like you said, you're restricting calories. When you're restricting calories and you're in a calorie deficit, obviously you're going to lose weight. Will it be fat? Will it be lean muscle tissue? It's probably a little bit of both because you're not preserving lean muscle tissue. You like losing just overall weight. You know, it's not necessarily good weight, uh, bad weight that you're losing. You might be losing good weight too. But unfortunately, people don't know. I mean, we still have a case where people are ste stepping on a scale and they go like, oh, look, I lost five pounds. Congratulations to me. Yeah, but did you lose actually five pounds of fat? Because sometimes you can actually gain weight but also be leaner. And I think that this is something, this is a concept that not many people understand. Um, so when somebody will come out with a program that is going to be very truthful and will call it as it is and will give people the legit information about and will try to educate them, I think that's going to be helpful. This is just the business. And if you're eating like a slob, but you're going to start ordering this, you will lose weight without a doubt. Yeah. But... Um, there are obviously many questions comes to the, uh, you know, with this. Yeah, and then Nutrisystem was kind of one of the first meal prep delivery services. I mean, there's a ton of them now. I mean, you've got the trifecta meal systems. You've got any one of the other ones that the mainstream like bodybuilders and those guys use. This was one of the first, and I, I like what they're doing. I, I think I would like the quality of their food to be better. Because, I mean, look, you got the filling for this beef burrito, seasoned beef, and then modified food starch strips with added caramel color. So you're getting 
fake uh, food starch that looks like beef instead of actual beef. So, I mean, it's, it's little things like that. Like, I, I like what they're trying to do and try to get people uh-huh. healthy, give them lower calorie foods to lose weight. But, you know, like there, there's got to be a better way. Honestly, not a big, you know, fan of uh, meal prep companies. Just because I know that it's really easy to prepare your own meals. And it's also super cheap to do that. And right now on the internet, you got so many like, you know, uh, recipes that you can use and utilize uh, on your on your daily basis. Or you can even invest in stuff like, you know, cookbooks, those kinds of things. I know that like many influencers are right now releasing, you know, cookbooks and so on. But I do think that those type of, you know, um, uh, stuff, you know, those type of tools, you know, uh, can be really helpful, you know, and can, can you know, help you in reaching your, your goals, you know. Plus, you can also, you know, uh, start, like, experimenting in the kitchen, doing your own spins to, uh, to the recipes and so on, you know. So uh, when it comes to, like, meal, meal prep, you know, uh, companies, you, um, you're just like, I was... <laughs> I would say you're like a slave, you know, because you need to like stick to to menu that they provide. While when it comes to like recipes, you can always do whatever you want, you know, based on your goal and so on. So some people will do like uh, I don't know low carb, others like keto and other stuff, like I don't know hard, hard high carb stuff. So yeah, whatever floats your boat. But at the same time, you know, I would I would go with like. Uh, stuff just like uh, recipes and so on. And plus, you know, you can also use, you know, YouTube and other like sites where they provide free access to like all different uh, recipes and so on. So yeah, that's that's my take on that subject. Yeah, I think it's a uh, interesting model. I just, there are so many better options than it now. that it, I think they're almost kind of a thing of the past, kind of like Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers has to keep reinventing itself every year and a half because people have ADD with it and they can't stick to it. Um, it's, you know, it started off good. It just, there's vastly superior options nowadays. And plus, you know, I mean, um, this, this is supposed to be purely for, for convenience, I guess. You know, people can't afford it, don't want to cook and whatnot. But at the same time, I mean, um, it's it's a little bit misleading to a point where people think like, okay, this is the answer. This is healthy. I mean, probably has some healthy ingredients, probably healthier than what you're usually accustomed to. But, uh, you know, I'm with Lucas on this. Uh, I, I think it's not that expensive to prepare a healthy meal uh, and you can actually cater to your own needs. You know, the research to do your own research is also not that difficult. I mean, the simplicity of this, it's the same thing as going to a gym. You know, you need basic equipment, basic weights, and you're good to go. You don't need to, you don't need fancy. You don't need like fancy packaging. You don't need none of that. You just have to like, you know, kind of do a little bit of research and know what works for you and then kind of stick to it. And that's it. So I think that people are not utilizing um, everything to, to the full advantage and, I mean, just probably plain lazy. Agreed. 
Chris, sounds like the new Jenny Craig diet plan. Yeah, that's it's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Jojo. Hello, guys. Story sidekick checking in. Have y'all seen or tried First Form's new energy drink? I saw it come across the Stack 3D wire yesterday, as a matter of fact. Uh, or whenever it came up. Let me pull it up real quick and then uh, get to it. All right, let's see what we got here. All right. These images are courtesy of some schmuck bag who can't be bothered to show up on time for a podcast.com. <laughs> First form powers its promising energy drink with an open and advanced formula. All right, let's see what we got. First form energy features a sports nutrition style formula with a gram of N acetyl tyrosine, 400 milligrams choline from choline bitartrate, 100 micrograms of huperzine A, 100 milligrams of premium neurofactor to enhance mental focus. Caffeine is, of course, also in the beverage by way of natural caffeine from green tea at a moderate 200 milligrams. And to top it off, five milligrams of bioperin black pepper to help with the absorption of the ingredients. As mentioned, First Form has not taken a straightforward approach in its first ever energy drink, really putting together an advanced blend of ingredients with a lot in there to improve focus and enhance focus. There are some B vitamins and electrolytes to support hydration, putting first form energy into the performance category more than general energy drink. All right. If you're like us and prefer to keep your beverage as clean as possible, first form does not disappoint. And not surprisingly, being a sports nutrition brand, first form energy comes with absolutely no macros whatsoever in zero sugar, carbohydrates, fat, and calories. That goes for all four of its flavors in orange sunrise, cherry lime, citrus blast, and blue raspberry. Okay. Hey, gents. Uh, I'm not sure why they don't have choline bitartrate listed in this energy blend right here. I'm a, I'm a little confused by that. But maybe it's up there with the vitamins and minerals because choline has to be listed on nutrition facts panels these days. Um, what do you all think? I mean, I, I to be honest with you, I mean, it's an energy drink. At the end of the day, you can fucking take all that down, it's going to come uh, with only one thing. Does it taste good? That's number <laughs> one. That, that's the number one thing. I mean, will you get a huge benefit from this? Like, were you going to feel it like a fucking pre-workout or anything like that? Eh, yeah, yeah, not really. I mean, Eurofactor is nice, to be honest with you. That's the only thing I really paid attention to. Hoopers, I mean, I have the same opinion as Robert uh, on, on it. Um, caffeine, it's 200 milligram natural caffeine. Uh, it's good. You're going to feel a bit of a buzz. It's not going to be overwhelming. It's going to be good. Just like pretty much. So pretty much you can take all of that down, leave the last part and you're good to go as long as it tastes good. I'm not trying to disrespect the formula or, you know, first form good for them. Great. You know, they're trying to get a little bit more attention by having a little bit more than other brands, but you know what? Um, nothing innovative about this because if you take for example ghost right uh ghost also has pretty nice little formula to it so to speak yeah it's got alpha gpc and neurofactor yeah, in it. I mean, it has but alpha gpc is only i believe 150 milligram and mm -hmm. if you take into consideration 50 percent so i guess it's 75 milligram um so do you get anything out of it again i'm not criticizing i'm just 
saying the truth. You know, it's there. It's small amount of that. Will it do anything? Probably not. Sorry. I mean, just the fact. So all it is, is 200 milligrams of caffeine. That's all it is. But when you talk about all these energy drinks, nobody even talks about fucking energy because the energy is supple. It's very moderate to, to, to say the least. Everybody talks about taste. That's the only thing. Taste, 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 taste. And, you know, we're going back and forth with this one. Um, monster, white monster, you know, what Nick said last week that it is. Uh, yeah, exactly. He said that it's uh, grapefruit. That fucking thing is delicious. Right? I can drink it nonstop. It has, I believe, 160 milligram of caffeine. Does it give me any energy? It gives me no energy whatsoever. I don't 140. Feel- 140. I don't give a fuck if it has 300, 140, 150, 200. That thing is delicious. That That's all that matters. You know, I'm drinking this one right now. I really, really, really like this flavor. This flavor is fucking awesome. Yeah. I don't know what's in it. I don't read it. I mean, as long as it's sugar-free, it has a little bit of caffeine that I barely feel anyway, I'm good to go. Yeah. 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 I like this. It's differential. Like, so Shane makes the good point. It's not just caffeine, taurine, a pixie dusting of amino acids, guarana, and B vitamins. They've got decent dosages in here. So 100 micrograms of fuprazine, it's an effective dose. Do I think it's something that should be taken every day or put into an energy drink? I personally wouldn't do that. But maybe their research with their consumer base, they really like that ingredient. They wanted to do it. So that's that's possible. I just don't think that's something you want to be taking every day, especially if you're taking other nootropics or pre-workouts or things like that. You're going to, we've talked about this a hundred times over. It's going to build up in your system and accumulate. And if you're somebody that likes to have two or three energy drinks in a day, things could get ugly. Uh, the tyrosine dose is solid. Neurofactor, I love that ingredient. 200 caffeine is good. Uh, the flavor itself is going to be the deal breaker, like Shane mentions here. Um, is it strong in the beginning and then it fades? Does it kind of last, kind of like his review of Lost and Found Energy said, that it just kind of maintains that flavor through the whole thing? So it'll be interesting. Do you all like mm-hmm. the design of the cans? Is that going to pop out in a uh, cooler, you know, a, a energy drink cooler like you'll see at the grocery store or gym? You know what? It's a bit reminds me of a uh, 3D energy drink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just a bit. When I, when I first uh, saw it, it's it's just like shouts with simplicity and and you know so on. It doesn't like it's not over complex or anything like that. So I like the I I, I personally like the look. I also like it's it's a white can because it always pops. You know, especially all the all the drinks right now that we got. Uh, in in for example, Prometheus portfolio, we got plenty of, of drinks, and most of them are super colorful. So when you have the the white can, it definitely pops, and you know you can see it straight away. Uh, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to trying it out. It's probably gonna be in Europe in like one year or maybe, or maybe more, especially with the uh, with the traveling issues right now and so on. But but yeah, once it once it will hit the hit the, the European market, I will definitely give it a try. Yeah. I mean, this profile, if I am going to stop in the store or if I'm driving up to Jersey, you know, as I, as I do, you know, last year, and I stop at a gas station to get an energy drink on the rare occasions that I do, 
I'm going to probably gravitate towards something that is not a bang or one of the other 4,000 other imitators of bang, just because if, if I can find something like ghost C4 energy, even this, maybe that has quality dosages of some supplements. I'll probably gravitate towards that. Even if it's 25 or 50 cents extra, just because I feel like, all right, if I'm going to waste the money on an energy drink, at least let me make it worth it. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I would pick this before I picked up a bang or an adrenaline shock or something like that. I would go for this. I would go for ghost. Um, yeah. Hey, but remember, with bank, you always go with the super creatine. You got the super creatine. That is true. <laughs> if America Energy was in uh, the gas stations, I would pick up on America Energy because I like the, the cream soda flavor. Nobody else seems to be doing that. Yeah. All right. Um, keep the comments rolling, guys. I do want to talk to the gentleman. I, I kind of went off on a little rant the other day when Shane popped this story up. Um, Yo. I know, I know you want to, uh, you you want to talk about this. So goalie children's gummies. Let me fix this like this. <coughs> All right. It's about time for Robert to uh, to do his rant. I was about to say it, like first time ever that Lucas and I are so nice and peaceful and friendly. This guy's been like pissed for the past couple of days and waiting to say something about this. Yeah, we'll be all right. Shane even mentioned this. I just want to pull up his message when I first saw this formula. And I just, I've not been a big fan of Goalie or any of these other bullshit gummy companies since they started flooding. They're like, you remember when frozen yogurt became like a really big thing here in the States, probably about 10 or 15 years ago. And every other corner was like a Starbucks. There was a Starbucks, there was a frozen yogurt shop, and then a Dunkin' Donuts. And it was, it was rinse and repeat. And over the past two or three years, every goddamn week, there's a new gummy company in the store. And Goalie's been one of the bigger ones. Goalie's a big one. Ollie is another one. And yes, these guys are making millions. So they could give two shits about what I'm about to say about any of this stuff. But their formulas, in my opinion, suck. Okay? They suck. They're shit because in a gummy, go back. There was a guy I had on the podcast uh, several months back called Frank Cantone. And he, they specialize in doing gummies. And he tells you how much active you can actually get in one of these little gummies. It's not a whole hell of a lot in case you're not aware. Okay, so gummies, you think, oh, well, it's going to be for kids. It's got to be the best thing ever. It's, it's for kids. It's going to be safe. It's going to be healthy. It's going to be good because we really care about all of our kids. All parents want to do right by their kids. They want to give them good stuff. And that was pretty much Shane's response. He goes, hey, I figure it's for kids. It's got to be really good. He said, I don't even bother to check the ingredients. I don't know what's the best thing out there. And I said, Shane, these things suck. They absolutely suck. So it's got 13 essential vitamins and some key minerals. All right. Glaring omission from the gummies, magnesium, which is one of the top three, four nutrient deficiencies across the planet. Vitamin D, another massive nutrient deficiency, also has a vital role in immune function of the past two years. If you haven't caught on to that, been living in a hole somewhere. They've got vitamin D2, the plant-based form of vitamin D, shitty absorption. It should be vitamin D, colocalciferol. They completely ignore magnesium. They put in K1. K1, you don't have any problem getting in your diet. K2 is the big one. Also has big roles in bone health and cardiovascular health. Um, it's just, it's, they got cyanocobalamin instead of methylcobalamin. Again, the shitty form of the vitamin instead of the righteous vitamin that you need. Um, where else can I go from here? I mean, they got zinc citrate instead of zinc oxide. I guess that's good. They didn't put the shitty form of zinc in here, so that's a bonus. 
Um, chromium chloride, no, it should be chromium picolinate or any other form of chromium. Yeah. Um, just fruit blend for the end. Yeah, this fruit blend, which is just more sugar that's being thrown in there. It's complete dog shit. There's no potassium, which most little kids probably don't get enough of. They eat enough processed foods that they're getting ample sodium. And I understand sodium's in there for flavoring and helping the gummies form and all that. But where the fuck's the potassium in this? Iodine for thyroid health. Choline, another massively important nutrient for cognitive function uh, and liver health. Completely ignored here in this gummy. There's better options out there. There's better options out there. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Plus, keep in mind that they're also like adding to the gummies, like organic tapioca syrup, organic cane sugar. Yeah, just, more just sugar because, than anything. Yeah, just because it's organic doesn't mean shit, you know? It's still sugar, you know? Yeah. Please, I, I will not be purchasing this for my child. I would never. We have some vitamin gummies for her. They're much better formulas than this. Granted, those do not contain magnesium, but there's other forms of magnesium that I'm giving her throughout the day to address that. Plus, she also eats real food like most children should be encouraged to by their parents, if not forced. Um, I don't care if your kid says they like to eat cake. I like cake and pizza, too, but I'm not going to eat like an asshole. Make your kid eat real food. Um, and that's why these supplements are there. But fuck, man, I, this is don't this. This is an insult. And like we said a couple of weeks ago with the obvi uh collagen capsules that they came out that's dog shit for the customer you should feel embarrassed as get you with this, this, customer. this sucks too and in defense of avi their kids protein is leaps and bounds better than this and actually tastes pretty damn good in my yeah opinion. but let's let's keep it let's keep it real obvi recently stock balls and i mean yeah. it like big time you know when it comes to like protein collagen yeah I fully agree and I fully respect what they, what they are doing for the industry and for the kids and also for the women. They are also providing this awareness, you know, that, you know, collagen is, is healthy and it should be supplemented not only by uh, by women, by men, but also by the kids. So that's a, that's a good point. But, bro, when you are releasing a product that, that it's saying collagen that burns fat. Yeah. Bro, like, fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I thought that was yeah. So we, I mean, we ran it about that. But if turning it back to kids' supplements here, this is something I have given to my daughter, and I feel perfectly fine doing that. It's got the good forms of vitamin D. It's got vitamin the good forms of vitamin B six, B twelve. It's got potassium in there. It's got magnesium in there. It's smaller amounts, but it's still orders of magnitude more than you're getting in this steaming pile of sugar shit. I also so, know that I, I don't rem I don't remember if we uh, talked about the the core multivitamin for the kids. Yeah, maybe maybe you can also pull it up because I know that Doug uh, released recently their formula, and this one is is also pretty good as far as like dosages and so on. Yeah, so they got the good forms of B6. They have a much better dosage of folate for the kids. Uh, good form of vitamin D. The less bioavailable form of vitamin B12. They do have some choline. They have some iodine. They have zinc citrate, so that's good. Again, there's no magnesium, and I understand magnesium is very difficult to flavor. But given mm -hmm. it is such 
an underconsumed micronutrient and it plays a role in over 300 biological processes, that needs to be started to the forefront in all of these formulations for kids and for adults. Yeah, of course, but keep in mind, it's just like a supplement. So we yeah, just say if you're going to say we're including the essential stuff, then yeah, of course, magnesium. Yeah. There, so yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's my well, a personal pet feed for mine. Yeah. Do you, do you guys think that you know? When it comes to like kids and and supplements, you know the the brands are like trying to you know reach this audience, you know by uh, like saying, oh this this multivitamin is for kids instead of like maybe you know even like recommending like normal stuff that that's, that can be like you know purchased by uh, by adults. What's your what's your take on that? I think that uh, parents are getting ripped off because they don't care. No, no, I didn't, that's not the right uh, word. They don't bother to look into what's truly beneficial and what truly works and improves the kids' health. Not because they mm -hmm. don't love their children, it's not because they don't care about their children, but because, you know, any fucked up company that is trying to profit will say this will improve your kid's immune system this will improve your kids this and this will improve that and they automatically falling for it and they buying it like you know what i mean it must be good but nobody mm -hmm. cares to look that oh look your child is getting fatter nobody nobody cares to look like is your child actually getting healthier you know is your child getting better is your uh, is your child getting the benefits that the company is promising and it's very, very easy again to look up. I mean, you can Google anything today, even like the forms of vitamins, like Robert said about, you know, vitamins B, right? You can literally go on Google. You don't even need anyone. And you can check which one is actually the right form. That's how simple it is. But the parents don't bother to go and research for their own kids. Does it make you a bad parent? Not necessarily, but you fall for any marketing tool, any marketing bullshit. Like you said, collagen that burns fat and stuff like that. I mean, come on, you know, let's get a little bit real and let's let's be a little bit more open-minded in terms of, you know, doing a little bit of research because the, at the end of the day, all these companies are there to make money. I mean, Apollo is there to make money. Why, why should I lie about it? But again, you can make money and be honest simultaneously you know it doesn't take that much i mean i understand you're trying to cut into you know uh your expenses and you're trying to make the cheapest possible profit to maximize your uh margins i totally understand that you know every business is pretty much built like that but uh don't you think that you should provide actual benefit to the kids because right now if you're selling dog shit products intended for kids I mean, how are you able to look yourself in the mirror? But they do, you know, I'm being naive right now and thinking that everybody has a conscience, but they don't. So you have companies that are trying to profit and to build business. There is one thing when you're fucking fixing somebody's car and instead of charging them $300, you're charging them $500. Okay, the sucker failed for it and he's an idiot and he's going to give you more money than you actually should be getting. But when we are talking about health and especially your kid's health, you know, uh, unfortunately, not everybody is like Robert, who is a parent and can fucking look at the supplement facts and knows whether his child will be benefiting from these products. You know, are they actually beneficial or perhaps maybe even harmful? 
not every other person actually understands to read those supplement facts. And that is fine too. You know, that is absolutely okay. But if you don't know what you're buying just because somebody promised you certain benefits, why don't you go and fucking research? Because you're putting it not in your body, you're putting it in your child's body, which is even more important. I mean, you should literally care about what you're doing for your kids. And I think that this is the missing link. I mean, obviously, in my opinion, but again, I'm just being naive right now and I'm talking out of my ass. But I mean, companies that are profiting out of line about benefits of certain products for kids, they should fucking burn in hell because this is just fucking wrong. But it's the yeah, but responsibility. It's, it's a parent's responsibility to actually check, is it actually beneficial to my child? Is this product going to improve my child's health? That's, I think... And all of it is extremely simple, yet nobody gives a shit. And there's going to be, you know, uh, unfortunately, another company that's uh, going to come out tomorrow with a product and it's going to say, you know, your children are not going to get sick ever again if you're going to take these products. And all of a sudden, millions and millions of people will start buying product that is actually has zero benefit whatsoever. It's crazy. It's crazy to me when it comes to like marketing because, you know, back in the days, the pink color was always related to like women's supplements and now when it comes to like gummies you will you always refer them to kids and so on and this just pisses me off you know because as you said you know people like trying to rip others off you know with you know with this with this kind of like marketing and this kind of like actions is just like backstabbing everyone and i i just wanted to ask you because you're also a parent and you and Marina have uh, Jessica, and when it comes to to her, you know, ra raising her, how uh, how you guys, you know, uh, come up with uh, with supporting her health and so on. Did you? I know that you probably, you know, uh, you know, uh, educate her, and when it comes to like diet and so on. But when it comes to like supplements, did you provide her with with some with some tools when it comes to that matter, or or how? How everything went from from your end? It's uh, no fuck. That's again something that uh, you know we discussed about Jessica recently. I talked to Jessica. Yes, Jessica does know probably a little bit more than average child, um, mm -hmm. but at the same time, you see that the main issue here is that it comes to environment and it comes to peer pressure and uh, it comes to friendships and it comes to all that. Um, you know, um, I mean, I hope Jess is okay with me saying it, but even recently we talked about like, you know, making better choices with food and get me wrong. I'm a fucking fat bastard who loves junk food myself. I do, but, uh, there, there is, uh, being growing up as an overweight kid. I know that, you know, I, I, I try not to cross that line. I know where, I put maybe a little bit of weight, so it's time to back the fuck off and clean up my diet and, you know, and train harder and whatnot. So I'm trying not to let myself go. But uh, I'm responsible for whatever I put in my mouth. I mean, I'm responsible for that. Nobody can tell me what to eat and what to do. Not only that, I consider myself somewhat knowledgeable when it comes to food. So I know when I eat a big fat fucking cheeseburger, I know that there is no benefits to it you know and i might get it might get for this body fat i i make that decision myself and i know i just made a bad choice but it still was my choice uh with kids yeah you know what i'm a type of person i can go out with you 
and you're going to have a fucking chicken breast or you're going to have fish broiled, tasteless because you're on a diet, yeah. I'm not going to judge you. I don't give a fuck what you do. I'm going to order whatever I want to order and it might be a pizza and I'm going to be eating next to you. And again, that's my decision with kids because you don't give a fuck what I eat and I don't give a fuck what you eat. With kids, it's different. They go with a group of friends to a diner or they go to a restaurant or something like that. And, you know, just kind of said, because, you know, I said to her, if you all of a sudden feel like you're a little bit maybe heavier or you put on extra pounds and stuff like that, make better choices. Today, the luxury of modern uh, restaurants and modern society is you can pretty much go to almost any restaurant, any restaurant, and you can still make healthier choices. They might not phenomenal because they still cook them in shit oil and whatnot but you can still go to a restaurant and you can make a better choice and that's what i try to encourage her you know you go with a group of friends order better choices not all the time but if you feel like you need to lose a little bit of weight just make better choices her answer to me was and again i hope she's okay with me saying it but i just want to be honest about this maybe it will help others um her, her answer to me was, you know, that they, the kids can make fun of her. They can judge her. They can point to the fact that, like, oh, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, things like that. And unfortunately, it is true. So yeah. I, before you tell your child, and again, this is my opinion, strictly my opinion. Before you tell your child, eat fucking chicken breast and eat fish, don't eat pizza, don't eat burgers. I think it's there is a step before that and it's about developing a stronger personality and a stronger character rather than telling them what to eat because you know if i'm gonna go and lucas you're like me you're a fat fuck when you were younger right but you learned your own way and you know what to do so right now if i'm gonna go and i'm gonna make fun of you of your diet and whatnot you're gonna probably show me a little finger because you gotta be, you know what you need and what you want, yeah. and whether you eat clean food or dirty food uh, or dirty food or whatever, it's still your choice. I can't, I can't pressure you into eating something you don't want. You know, so I think that when it comes to kids, instead of telling them what they can and they cannot eat, I think it's more about developing, trying to develop a better and stronger character by mm-hmm. telling them, you know what. Fuck your friends and fuck peer pressure and fuck television and fuck whatever. Do what works for you. Do what's best for you. Do what's beneficial for you. Make your own choices rather than, you know, be somebody who is a follower. Don't follow others. You can be inspired by others, but make sure those others actually worth to be inspired by, you know, rather than like, you know, you're surrounded by a bunch of like, you know, fat bastards, and they making fun of you, or, you know, people that, for example, you know, maybe you go to the gym every day, maybe you go to the gym twice a day, who am I to tell you not to go to the gym? You know, I'm watching a movie on the couch, and I'm getting fatter because I eat potato chips and drink soda, and I'm watching a fun movie, but you're going to the gym, and I'm making fun of you. The reality is, is that you should be making fun of me because you're probably going to live longer than I will. 
you're probably going to be healthier than I will, and it will catch up with me later. So when they're kids, they don't feel that. But later on, it catches up. So I think the key is, you know, like uh, Robert's daughter is much younger, so he can still boss her around and tell her what to eat and what not to eat. But once kids getting to a certain age, when they like teenagers and stuff like that, you can't really force them. I think that's the very important when you have to educate them. Um, yeah, and that's what we've tried to do now. It's like she, we haven't started, we haven't broken off saying, hey, this food is bad, this food is good. We started as eat your protein, you know, get your protein in, then you can have whatever you want to. So it's more about, hey, we need to have enough real food, then we can have some junk food. Junk food's not bad. You just can't eat only that. You can have your M&Ms or Skittles, whatever kind of stuff you want, but keep it a moderately sized portion, but make sure you get some real food into them first. And so she, I mean, she even goes into that because I had picked her up from daycare a couple months ago. And one of the ladies walked out and she goes, are you in nutrition or something like that? She said, do you do you do stuff with nutrition or fitness? I said, oh, you know, work with supplement companies. She goes, oh, okay. Because, you know, Sophia was in the back at lunchtime telling everybody, all right, there's your carbohydrates. There's your proteins. There's your fats. And she was telling, like she said, I got to eat my protein first and then I'm going to have some carbohydrates. And then so... It's it you just you start sowing those seeds early, and I, I don't want this. I don't want to lose the listeners as like we get into parenting talk, but this is just like stuff. Uh, the general uh, population I, needs to understand this stuff too. Like if, if a concerted effort was to educate your your little six grams of protein in your granola bar is not a high protein food. It's bullshit. Listen, eat some chicken it, breast, eat some salmon, eat some steak. I think it's super important. Plus, you know, everything starts in your household, you know, and everything goes from there. Yeah. I can refer to that because when I was younger, I I could like you know stick to like better better sources of food, and I just like I don't give a I didn't give a fuck you know about my 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 form my shape and so on. I'm just yeah. like eating stuff on a, on a daily basis. I could like smash three chocolates and no one said anything bad you know because it was like everything is good everything is fine but. Uh, at the end of the day, I was I was getting chubbier and chubbier like uh, every year, you know, and like after 18 years old, when I was like 120 kilograms and there was like maybe like, you know, 30 percent of fat on, on my on my frame, that wasn't fun, you know, anymore. Yeah. And I realized that something needs to needs to change, you know, but, you know, as you said, you know, this earlier education is is very important, you know, so. I do think that, you know, when we are like talking here about like stuff like supplements, diet and so on, touching this kind of topics is also really important, you know, and what you guys said, it's, 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 it's great to know, you know, when it comes to your daughter, Sophia, when it comes to like Jessica, you know, I do think that, that it matters. And, you know, plus, you know, when it comes to like what you are like uh, teaching them in your, in your house, at the end of the day, they will be stronger, you know, women. And, you know, at the end of the day, when they go to with, their, with their friends, they will say, oh, if, if you are not, like, you know, supporting me, then you are not my friend anymore, you know, because, you know, yeah. you need to realize that uh, I want to be healthy and I want to, like, take care of myself and I want to, like, be happy. So if, if, the, if, the, if like, salad makes me happy, I'm going to stick to my salad. Instead of like eating greasy hamburger, right? Right. Yeah. Well put. Well put. Um, one last rant, and then we're gonna get back to the comments. There's there's one other thing. And just when I was searching for magnesium gummies, I saw this. 
they have magnesium gummies. They're using a good form of magnesium, magnesium citrate. This is called kids anti-stress gummies. How fucked up of a parent are you? How piss poor of a job are you doing parenting? If you need to give your kids anti-stress gummies, childhood, it should be when you are having fun. You don't give two shits. Life is a treat. It's a joy. You should be loving every goddamn minute of childhood. If you have fucked yourself up as a parent so much to where you're ruining your kid's life and making them stressed up to where you need to give them anti-stress gummies, get fucked. Just get fucked. <laughs> All right. Rant over. What the fuck is wrong with him today? I, yeah. When I see stupid marketing stuff like this, it makes me really, really pissed off. I just, I don't like that. And yeah. It's just, no, but, but you're right. You know what? I mean, uh, when I was growing up, when I, when I was a kid, uh, I used to be given all kind of food, whatever I wanted, as much as I wanted. And, yeah. you know, I thought that, oh, my mom is a great cook. You know, uh, I have, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm lucky, you know, that I can eat, like, especially, you know, growing up in uh, in Soviet Union, you know, where not everything was very easily accessible. So I was kind of lucky because we had pretty much good food, good products and everything else. I never had, like, any issues. Like, for example, yeah. today, uh, Russia didn't have, uh, Soviet Union didn't have Coca-Cola, but they, you could get Pepsi-Cola. Mm -hmm. uh, it just was very, very hard to get. You had to know people and stuff like that. You had to be well-connected. Yeah. My dad was very well-connected and he had like people that he knew. So we were getting Pepsi-Cola every fucking, whenever we wanted. And I was drinking that nonstop. Yeah. I mean, clearly I didn't know any better. Now I do. And they would let me drink that nonstop. So clearly all the sugars and all the carbs and everything that I had. And I was getting, I was getting fat and nobody ever said anything. Uh, as, as a child, I was growing up, I was pretty shy. So I knew that I knew I was fat, but nobody was like really judging me or pushing me to exercise or pushing me to do anything. Even though I was an active kid, I played soccer. I did uh, the wrestling and, and stuff like that, but I was yeah. still fat. Um, and I remember before we were moving to Israel, uh, my uncle, who was, uh, you know, in the Soviet army, I mean, and he was, uh, he was actually you know, KGB. And uh, I had a very, very special bond with him, but very, very special relationship. And I remember he took a walk uh, before we, you know, we left and uh, he, he wanted to talk to me. And he was like a father figure to me you know, pretty much when I was growing up. And he said something to me because he was very athletic. I mean, you know, Soviet Army. And he goes to me, he says, you know what? He says, you need to lose weight. And to me, that was shocking because nobody has ever said that to me. And I remember that like vividly when I was 13. Yeah. And uh, he goes, you need to lose weight because girls will not, will not like you. People will make fun of you. And... Uh, it's also not very healthy. You need to exercise more. You need to eat better and stuff like that. I took that conversation to heart. I wasn't offended. I wasn't offended at all. I, 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 I want to say seriously, but at the same time, it was literally like the day before we left. So it kind of, I want to say, got lost in, trans, uh, in translation, but I did remember it. But nevertheless, you know, now I'm in Israel where... You know, they have everything, like in the United States, like in any country, you know, they have different types of ice cream and they have different types of, like, great food. And as a kid, you kind of like, what the fuck, you know, I'm never even 
with this as possible. Yeah. So I pretty much like stayed with my old habits, you know, as a kid. I, I kept eating and eating and eating. Um, there's that, you know, everybody in life has that breaking point where certain things kind of like change your life, yeah. sometimes forever. And I remember when I was 14, and that was the first time they actually liked liked a girl, uh, somebody in my in my class, and she was very pretty, and I, I was very shy. And I remember, like around around the age of fourteen or fifteen, fourteen, I think, I told a friend of mine that you know that I really like her, and you know, kids being kids, he actually told her, and uh, and then he told me what she said in return. Yeah, basically said something along the lines that there is no chance in living hell that she could be friends in terms of like dating, kids dating with somebody as fat and disgusting as I am. Nothing at that point, at least, um, hurt as bad. I mean, that hurt so fucking bad. But that was the breaking point. That was the breaking point where I stopped eating. And it wasn't because my parents educated me or anyone else. Nobody gave me a good guideline to what I should be doing. But a girl calling me a fat fuck and disgusting and not somebody that she would ever date, that was the breaking point. That's when I started exercising. That's when I started like taking it more seriously. I had a goal to lose weight. I lost all the weight with less than a year. Less than a year, I was in shape. And I was, I actually dated her two years later. But, uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, but, but the point is, is that it shouldn't come down to that. There is no need to insult anyone. There is no need to, you just have to have a good talk or maybe just raise the children from day one, trying to teach them the proper ways. But a, comp a company, any company that's trying to profit off lying and selling shit. I mean, because that's the only word that comes to mind. Shit, products that put in children and parents are dumb enough to buy them. I mean, they should be embarrassed. They should be ashamed of themselves. I know they're not going to be. And yeah, I guess it's wishful thinking. Yeah, it's a, uh... yeah. Simon says, actually here before we get to that, Chris. Got to run. Catch the replay later. Thanks for the live, gents. Take care, Chris. JoJo. Back to family time. Have a great day, guys. I'll follow up on the replay. Thank you guys both for tuning in. A long time loyal listeners. Yeah. I got to catch one more before we progress to the new stuff. Simon says, by the way, thanks, Lucas, for the Oshi recommendation. That was probably the only thing I was drinking over in Poland. Good one. That's a good one. Creamy. Raw liver recipe, liver with oh, yeah. peanut butter was awesome. I don't know <laughs> what to say to that. I don't know what to say. Raw liver with peanut butter. Did you turn it into like a foie gras or something like that, or like a? What did you? How did you mix? What do you do with liver and peanut butter? Well, sweet and salty, man. <laughs> it's actually raw. I... Or do you cook it, or do you like puree it in a blender and then? Like poach it? Yeah. Poach it? What do you do? Yeah, I puree, I puree it in a, in a blender, mm -hmm. you know, just to like do it like a mince. Mm -hmm. And then I uh, add a uh, peanut butter to it. Do you cook it or is it already cooked liver? No, nah, it's, it's raw. 
Lucas, I love liver, but you are so fucked up. <laughs> You're going to have to make this for me. Or Mama, you, Mama Rick is going to have to make this for me one day or something. I, but I, I love I, it. No. You guys, you guys ever uh, tried uh, Romans like uh, tartar, beef tartar? Yeah. yeah, I've done that a bunch. Yeah. Uh, so it's basically uh, the same thing. With peanut Any butter? particular liver? Beef? Yeah, beef liver, yeah. Raw beef liver. No. It's super it's super minced. So you don't you, you don't even like taste this like because people say it's like a metallic metallic taste. Yeah, like a minerally taste. But is it is it yeah. safe to eat liver raw is my question. I thought it had to be yeah, cooked. Yeah. And you, you just you just need to have a, a good source. Okay. So the special yeah. Polish cows. Bro, we got a good cows here. Apparently so, man. Y'all got them forced with all those anabolics and stuff, man. With these hormones, right? (laughs) (laughs) You still got those old Soviet era hormones, course, and throw like all the water systems over there. Got jacked guys. All these, all these motherfuckers are like prima ballon, man. (laughs) All right, Simon says, "Can you guys have a quick look at Well Kids Vitamins from Vitabolics?" Sure. See what we got here. Okay, by Vitabiotics. All right. Chewable vitamins. Okay. Liquids. I, mean, I grew up having the Flintstone vitamins. That was probably the only kids' vitamins around when back in my day. All right. Let's see what we got here. Okay. All right, flaxseed oil powder for some healthy fats, magnesium. What are the forms of the minerals? If I could see the forms, that would help a lot. You got B1, B2, B3, B6. They don't provide the exact forms. Folic acid, B12, biotin, iron, zinc, copper, manganese, selenium, chrome, iodide. I mean, I like the layout of everything. If I could see the actual forms of the minerals, that would be even better. Uh, here we go. All right. Oh. Let's see what we got. Uh, okay. Nice. And zinc oxide, less than stellar form of zinc oxide. Um, manganese sulfate is better than oxide. Um, poor form of B12. I mean, it's it's better than the goalie gummies for kids. I will say that. Oh yeah, that's for sure. Uh, it's got the good form of D three in there. It's got D three instead of D two, so that's good. That's a win. Um, and I've, honestly, most of the multivitamins on the market are using these cheaper forms like cyanocobalamin and pyridoxine hydrochloride instead of the P five P form or the methylcobalamin form. Um, potassium iodide, sodium selenate. Where's the magnesium form? Magnesium hydroxide. Uh, is there another magnesium? Magnesium stearate and stearic acid. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not overly nuts about those forms compared to uh, the chelated form of magnesium or citrate or three and eight form. But those are really expensive and you know not as ubiquitous in multivitamins. 
But like I said, we showed you earlier, you can find a magnesium gummy. Just make sure you're not giving it to your kids because they're stressed out. If you are, then you're doing something shitty as a parent, in my opinion. Buy that, buy that animal pack and just like roll with that. Yeah. <laughs> Calcium magnesium for kids' bones. Hopefully they got K2 in there as well. Nope, no K2. Zinc copper. Magnesium hydroxy. I see they're using the, the crappy form of magnesium again here. Oh, well. Yeah. It's not the worst. It's definitely not the best. So that's kind of where we're at with that, Simon. On distress. Uh, would the, yeah, the amount sufficient would you use? No, I would find other forms. I would I would use something different. I would use the Smarty Pants Kids Maltese that I showed earlier. That's the ones we actually gave to the halfling. And find some other source for some uh, magnesium if they need it, since that is lacking magnesium. Uh, but she eats, you know, two to three eggs each day. Tons of other protein, ham, chicken, uh, cheese. So she's not lacking in calcium and that stuff. She plants the outside still, of the pond. Yeah, you can still buy just like, you know, uh, a good magnesium-based supplement, such as like big glycinate or like creamate or something like that. Yeah. I give her a teaspoon yeah. of fish oil every day too. Um, yeah. The, it's the Nordic Naturals Kids Strawberry-Flavored Fish Oil. Dave. Thoughts on the ingredient InnoSlim from New Live Science? I like it. I like Gerhard that works at New Live Science, and I like New Live Science, the company. Um, they just recently published a study. I don't know if I can share the actual study, but Gerhard forwarded this to me um, June 27th, uh, 2022, at 11.59 p.m. I don't know if I can actually share the study, but they gave subjects um, InnoSlim, and over the, where's the results? Randomized double-blinded crossover trials conducted in participants aged over 20 years with fasting blood glucose levels between 100 to 125 milligrams. Uh, HbA1c levels, which is the 90-day marker of blood sugar, between 5.8 to 6.4, and cholesterol 200 to 249 milligrams per deciliter. Um, mm. After six weeks of receiving... InnoSlim or placebo, uh, the subjects experienced a fasting blood glucose and glucose area under the curve decrease of 10.1% and 12.69% respectively. Triglycerides and LDL cholesterol, which is the bad cholesterol, significantly decreased by 31% and 19.96% respectively. HDLC, um, adiponectin, and AMPK were all significantly increased compared to placebo. Um, so they found it, they concluded saying supplementation with insulin reduces hyperglycemia and dyslipidemia without adverse events. And that was 250 milligrams per day for six weeks. So, yeah, no dietary changes like that. Say it again. Was the diets controlled? No dietary changes. Uh, I need to check that. But I'm going to do a shameless plug real quick first. If people are actually curious about learning all of the nerdy stuff about insulin, there's this really outstanding article written by somebody on ApolloNutrition.com called What is InnoSlim and Why is it in Chaos? And you can find out everything you need to know about what InnoSlim is and how it works. Just some, some really nerdtastic individual wrote this really long article. We need to do more of that plugs. 
So there we go. Great stuff. Yeah. So if you want to check that out, feel free to. But I like the ingredient. It's expensive, like most branded ingredients are, but they've got human research behind it and more on the way. Um, so, yeah, I like it. Obviously, is it going to replace dietary modifications and exercise? No, not even close. But adding that to your diet and everything will enhance it and enhance the effects of it. So. Nice one. Thanks. You're welcome, Diamond. Ad for Goalie Kids Gummies popped out in an IG, and I have reported it for a... I'm glad you reported it because it's garbage. Logan. Hey, Lucas. Concerning what you said back at the start of the podcast about you enjoy others taking as many supplements as you take or more, what's your daily supplementation look like? I'd love to compare it to mine. I have at least 10-ish individual supplements a day. Add one more zero to that 10-ish, and you will have my list. That's what, that's what I will say. It, you, we don't have that much time, you know, to to talk about my stash and so on. You just like you can see behind me how much stuff I got. So it, it's just like half of the stuff I I got here. The other half is is in the other corner. So you can just imagine. But I I take a, a plenty of stuff. I also like try to test on my own different different ingredients and so on. So yeah. I'm just like a lab rat that enjoys enjoys his life. So yeah, as much as I can, of course. Yeah. There you go. Okay. But to muscle and bones, if you want to like you know chat about stash of supplements and so on, you can always reach out to me on my Facebook, and we can uh, chat and so on. So yeah, man, just feel free to reach out. Without fail, every day I'm taking at least um, turmeric or curcumin, a thousand milligrams. So it's you know a 500 milligram capsule with bioperin in the morning, one in the evening. Two grams of Alcar, 1,200 milligrams of N-acetylcysteine. I've got caffeine in there somewhat, but that's more just part of daily ritual. I don't know if it counts as a supplement or not, but it's in there. Um, yeah, for the past month and a half, I've been doing new level or nitrosagene each day uh, because the guys from Nutrition 21, Todd, uh, who was on the podcast not too long ago, uh, sent me some uh, new level just so I can have bulk here and mix and match with different supplements and all of that. Take mm -hmm. uh, UC20 every day, about 10 grams of collagen every day. This is in addition to whey protein and all the other normal stuff I have. Creatine. Yeah, yeah. Betaine. Yeah, take betaine every day. That's just included with my pre-workout. On Sundays, I don't take it because I'm not taking a pre-workout on those days. What about taurine? Taurine. Yeah, it's either in an energy drink or, you know, a work a pre-workout that I'm See? taking. See, you already got like 10 yeah. or more. It's not even trying. It's easy. It's Nootropics easy. vary depending on if I'm taking it that day or not. Usually I'll take it. If I'm not taking a nootropic, I'll probably either have eggs that day or I'll pop a capsule of CDP choline. Or if I use something like I used Universal Soldier yesterday when I was doing some work. So that has 600 milligrams of alpha size in it or alpha GPC in it. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah. And every now and then I'll throw in something fun like Nupept or phenylporacetam. Some of those other. Vinpositine. Grape, oh, grapeseed. 
I take 400 milligrams of grapeseed, 400 to 600 grapeseed every day, and at least 200 of pine bark every day too. And Reishi, shiitake, lion's mane, and astragalus. I also take four grams of astragalus each day too. Beetroot extract? Nope. No beetroot. No beetroot. Got to keep my liver healthy, happy, and functioning. Tadka? Nope. No tadka either, although I'll probably need to try some of that. Yeah. Uh, I'm, to see. I'm going back through this in a slim study. And uh, if I'll, I'll reach out to Gerhard and see, because sometimes he listens in on these podcasts. If not, he'll uh, message me. Because that'll be... I just finished up a really... Uh, in-depth discussion. There's some new research on carnitine supplementation and whether it's good or bad um, for heart health. Because previously, back in 2020, there are two different meta-analyses coming out showing it helped improve cardiovascular parameters, lowered triglycerides, lowered LDL cholesterol, and it also resulted in body fat reduction. A new study just came out showing the opposite. It, it elevated... Um, pro-atherogenic markers, so stuff that shows increased plaque and inflammation, all that stuff, supplementing with 1,500 milligrams of carnitine for a long time uh, led to elevations and all of that. So I just did a big deep dive, and that's going to be going up on the Patreon soon. So anybody that's interested in checking that out, you can click the link down below, and you'll get access to that fun article. Yeah. So, am I going to avoid Alcar? No, not at all. Uh, Hell no. Logan, as far as mushrooms go, Robert, have you ever tried Poria? I love that. I love the mix of that and Polygala. I have never tried Poria mushrooms. Me neither. What are the fun bioactives in there? It is a wood decay fungus, but has subterranean growth habit, notable in the development of large, long-lasting underground sclerodium that resembles a small coconut. Okay. Interesting. Anti-tumor drug in China. The polysaccharides of it are being explored for that. Interesting. Cool. All right. Last call for any comments, questions, queries, quips, smart-ass remarks from the peanut gallery. Otherwise, uh, I have to depart soon, gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I'll check that out, Logan. Maybe that could be a topic for a future uh, jumping-off point for another article. I'm always looking for topics to discuss because... At the end of the week, after I finish writing for a bunch of other stuff, I, it, it's hard for me to come up with ideas for me to do for my own site or Patreon. I, just, I don't know. So if you guys give me ideas, it gives me something to write about. That and Robbie's driving. Robbie drives a pretty hard bargain. Robbie and Carolina are running me into the ground with work demands. So they're just overbearing taskmasters. Overbearing. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, gents. Uh, Robbie, you gonna watch the fights tonight? Yeah. Oh, who did Nunez win last week? I didn't check. We were out at. She won. No, she did. I was right. Yes, I just picked it to be for whatever reason. But okay, so she reclaimed her title. Have you watched the professional fighting league? No. ESPN. I saw some matches last night. Yeah, I heard it. That it's a pretty elite. Dude, those guys. So. A lot of the UFC fights I, I watched end up being a lot of more grappling and ground game. The two matches I saw yesterday, man, these dudes were fucking laying each other out with kicks, knees, 
punches. I mean, it was it was more about striking than it was ground and pound. It was it was fun to see that. Hmm. Or uh, you can check out Karate Combat. That's more. I'm sorry, I watched that. Yeah, see, I like I, the full contact karate stuff. Is good. That's more in line of the the style of you know martial arts and fighting that my brother and I did growing up. It was we you couldn't do ground and pound with traditional taekwondo uh, you know tournaments and stuff like and that. That was that was too. So, so say it again. And that's the beauty about it because that's where you see like real skills. Yeah, yeah. It's not. I don't know if it'd be really practical in a street fight, but you know it's fun to throw those jump turn kicks and stuff like that every now and then. So. All right, gents, thank you one all for tuning in. We appreciate it. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, share the podcast with family, friends, and loved ones uh, for a big, sweet, fat discount. And remember, grab that bitch. <laughs> and spank it. <laughs> yes. Final scoop, ApolloNutrition.com. Um, I guess I'll be nice. Subscribe to Stack 3D Podcast. Turn on notifications. Give Shane a two-and-a-half-star review on his podcast since he couldn't be bothered to show up today. Uh, give us a you're doing review. You're doing Shredar job right now. And Shredar didn't even show up either. I mean, he must be at the deadlift competition with Shane, too. Yeah, probably. Either way. Uh, you got to... Hushing his nuts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, you got a topic or comment question for a future episode of the podcast or something you want me to address in an article on the supplement engineer side of the patreon account uh leave a comment down below or email me supplement engineer the supplement engineer at gmail.com and uh hit robbie up and lucas at their preferred points of contact and uh, our links to everything will be in the show notes thank you one and all we'll catch you all next time on the final scoop take care guys thank you <laughs> thank you